Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 258. I see thinking for what it is for everyone but myself. A question from a listener. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Changeable. Today I have a question from Andrea who says that she sees all this thought, feeling stuff really clearly for everyone else and even for herself in a lot of areas of life, but not in this one specific area, which is so relatable. That's so how it is, right? Of course it is. Um, But I love some of the nuance in her question. And I think this um, this is such a good topic to really look at and explore um, because it, there's just a lot of assumptions that get that get in here and a lot of um, a lot of assumptions, a lot of expectations, and a lot of stuff that we're just really easily blind to, a lot of blind spots. So I really heard that in a lot of Andrea's question, and I thought this would be a really, really good one to speak to. Okay, so I'm going to read her question in whole and then um, and then I'll go back and speak to parts of it. So she says, I've had so many insights since finding your work, reading your book, and participating in the Little School of Big Change. Here's my question. Often when I watch your Ask Amy's or I see a friend or loved one going through something, it's very easy for me to see that person's thinking for what it is, a story made up in their mind. Even when I think back to habits that I've had that I don't have anymore, I can see how I was caught up in my thinking. Many times when when I'm upset or sad or angry, I can step back and see it and say to myself, okay, you're caught up in these feelings right now, but you know it's okay and they'll pass eventually. But when it comes to my current issue slash habit slash thinking, she says, I can't, in capital letters, see how it's essentially the same as others. My issue seems so big and unsolvable. It doesn't feel the same. I can't see through my problem to do what I want to do. In this case, to stop overeating and binge eating. I keep doing something I don't want to do that makes me feel gross physically and mentally. And I don't know how or why to stop. I don't know how to get curious with an urge to binge or overeat. I feel like I'm either fighting the urge or giving in. There is no other option. What am I missing? Okay, so much good in here. So Andrea, when you say that you can't, in capital letters, again, you can't see how what you feel before a binge is essentially the same as what others feel in, in around their habit, or you can't see how what you feel around a binge it has anything to do with or any similarity to maybe past habits you've had or, or other experiences, that's okay. Of course you can't. That's why this is a problem. So this is kind of circular and it gets kind of weird. But, you know, because because everything is circular, really, there is no, this is a whole big point in itself and it could be a tangent, but I won't let it become one. But there is no cause and effect. The mind is constantly causing and affecting, like assigning cause and effect. That's not real. There is no, this causes that, this leads to that. 
There is no actual comparison, this comparing to that, because there are no separate things. It's really all one. Now, as we get more and more in our heads and everything looks linear and separate and time dependent, then of course, it really looks like cause and effect and comparison and all of that are very, very real and very, very valid. But the whole thing that you that that to you this feeling that comes around around a binge let's say it looks and feels so different to you than some anger you had earlier or someone else's habit or whatever like if it didn't this wouldn't be an issue for you so we know we can kind of know already because this feels like such a problem of course it looks totally totally different of course it does Now, the question, like maybe a different question is, it feels different, fine. It looks totally different. You can't see it as the same. A hundred percent, you can't. That's wonderful, fine, not a problem. But is it different? Even though you can't see how your urges and their urges are the same or your urges and your anger or their depression or whatever, you cannot see that all the same. What if they are anyway? Like, can you consider that they are? Just because we can't see something doesn't really mean anything. Now, again, of course, these things look different in the sense that there is no thing called an urge. Like, there, there is no thing called anger. All of this, everything we see and experience in life is coming from thought as it's showing up in real time, like it's all being created. So it, this is just another way that it makes absolute perfect sense that you aren't going to be able to see your stuff the way that you see their stuff, like that it, that's just never going to, those things are not going to equate because your stuff and their stuff is coming from your mind. We have no idea what their stuff is. Like there is no their stuff really. All we know is what's showing up here. All we know is what's in our awareness. So your experience, your mind creates what their stuff is and says, ooh, very, very different. That I could see. If I had that, I could just sit with that and be in it and lean right in and then I'd be free. But my stuff looks totally different. Well, of course it does. And that's, again, I just point that out to say it's not that there is any actual difference it's not that there is actually any real separation really between all of this stuff. You want to kind of get a feel for how much, and we'll talk about this as I go through your question in more detail, but like how much your mind is wanting to categorize and label. And that's, of course it does, because that's what minds do. It's categorizing and labeling yours, mine, before, after, used to, all, you know, all of that. And the more you can kind of start to just see that all as thought, hold that very loosely, this is going to get much softer and easier. So I hope that kind of makes sense just to start. Like you're in a really, really good place if you can say, hey, my stuff around my my eating habit looks nothing like any of these other emotions or nothing like anyone else that I hear about on Ask Amy. It f- doesn't feel that way. It doesn't look that way. But I'm open to the fact that perhaps it is. I'm open to the fact that perhaps my mind is just painting it in this particular picture, my stuff and their stuff in a particular way. And that kind of is the issue here is that my mind is painting this in a particular way and I'm I'm believing it. It feels really real and true. 
we just want to get really, really, really dumb. You know, there's also a lot of knowing about my stuff and their stuff and how it feels and what I can see. And that's totally a mind doing its job. But again, with the labels and the categories and the things we think we know, just, man, the, uh, I just can't say it enough. The more we don't know anything, the easier life goes and the more we see and the more we see that we don't know anything, but we still see some really, really helpful things along the way in that, in that space of being very, very dumb. Okay, so let's get to the real question because this is, this is really what your question is about, obviously, right? It's like, it's not about what you can see or not see or the comparisons. I mean, you just want to be free. Of course you do, so understandably. So it's really about how you can be with your experience. Um, so, so you say, I keep doing something I don't want to do that makes me feel yucky physically and mentally, and I don't know why or how to stop. Okay, so I'll just stop there for a sec. Um, I'm going to give you an answer to this and let it stay really simple, okay? The how, I don't know why either. I don't know why to anything. I don't really know anything about anything anyway, but definitely don't know all the whys and it's not important. No one knows. No one could ever know why things are showing up the way they are. We never have to. The how to stop this habit, you know this, Andrea, because it's baked in your question. Every line of this email that you sent is pointing to this. The how to stop, how this habit can stop or one way that this habit will stop is, is by welcoming what's showing up, being in what's showing up leaning into what's there. Now, I hear you that you say you don't know how to do that. It's a little bit uh, different part of your question. You don't know how to do that. You're either, you say, I don't know how to get curious with an urge to binge or overeat. I feel like I'm either fighting the urge or giving in and there is no other option. Okay, so that's how that feels right now. Fine. But the how how to stop, you know, as as you're more, let's just look at it in a big picture way, as you're more and more comfortable with what's arising, saying, come on in, I'm not pushing anything away, you're welcome to be here, hang out with me, whatever you are, I know you're here to be seen, not to be fixed, there's no nothing to fix here. I know that whatever's showing up is here to be seen, I know that it should be here because it is here. It's, it's here for me to look right at it. It isn't a problem. It isn't saying anything about me personally or it, and it isn't showing me that there's something wrong. It's just here to look at and feel and see and welcome in. The more that things look and feel like that for any of us in any area of life, there just isn't any issue. So that's especially true in this case, of course, but it's honestly, it's true equally everywhere for everything. Because where's the problem when we're saying yes? Yes, you can be here. Yes, you can be here. At worst, maybe you 
decide you don't prefer that feeling, great. But you're still you're still open to it. You're willing to feel it. You're seeing it. You're looking right at it, saying, "Hey, what do you need from me? Come on in. I'll feel you. I want to. I want to know about you. I'm curious about you." That's that level of curiosity that there will not be a, a habit most likely will not be a habit for long and there certainly won't be a problem when that's kind of how things start to feel. So it's really that simple. Now that's not easy necessarily and there's a lot we could look at in that, you know, and a lot um, a lot I'll talk about here and we could look at in a, in a very universal general way. And also just to say for individuals, sometimes there's just particular little things we're getting caught up on. So it's, it can be super helpful to just talk to someone one-on-one. It doesn't have to even be a long relationship, but someone who's trained, trained in this, you know, can help you kind of see, oh, I think here's a little sticky spot or a blind spot that you're not aware of. So that's a thing too. Um, Okay, so what what I want you to start to do, Andrea, is kind of like I just described, see if you can play with meeting anything that arises in that way, in that way of welcoming, in that way of like, ooh, what's here now? Oh, what's showing up now? Now, I would not start with an urge to binge. I would not start with anything around your habit. Don't even worry about that right now. Do this in other places. And it sounds like you have because you talk about in your question, you know, that you can do that and you have done that in other places. Awesome. Keep doing that. Like go through a day, a weekend, a week, a month, like saying yes, practicing saying yes. You'll forget. You'll say yes, but you'll be resisting. (laughs) Like it's not going to be perfect. It doesn't have to be. I don't even know what that would mean or look like. But just... Just play with it. Again, not so much around the food habit, but but more so in like, oh, with other things showing up. Like, yeah, you can be here. Come on in. What do you, like, okay, grief or anger or insecurity or whatever's arising in this moment. Do you have anything for me? Like, like, like come in and I'm going to look right at you. And if you need something from me, let me know. Otherwise, just you're welcome to just be here and hang out. And I think it's probably obvious, but I'll say it just in case. It's not about the words. It does not matter what words you say. And it's not about saying words. So just saying what I'm saying isn't going to do anything. But see if you can really just get in the feeling of what that would feel like. What it would feel like if we're completely open to anything that wants to show up. And we're curious about it. Like, oh, right now, frustration needs to be here. Because we're so used to just saying, oh, God, why is frustration here again? Which is totally like it shouldn't be here. It doesn't need to be here. Like, (laughs) we're funny. Our minds, like, we just, we think we know everything. It's crazy when you step back and look at it. We think we know everything about what should be happening and what should be showing up. And the more we're caught up in our thinking that we know everything, the more life hurts because life has other ideas. Life doesn't give a crap what we think we know. It's going to give us what it gives us. And that's like, it's kind of a little uh, (laughs) tough love lesson at some point that I think we all need many times probably. Like you can want whatever the heck you think you want. It doesn't matter who gives a crap. Like no one is caring what you want. You're getting what you're getting. 
And things start to turn around so much for us when, when we say, hey, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe life is wiser than me. Life that's been going on for a really, really long time. Maybe it knows what's going on more than my little me-focused mind does. So, so just in anything that's arising, kind of coming from that place of you're welcome here. You're perfect because you're here. Apparently you needed to show up right now. I'm open to that. I, I want to I check you out. I'm curious about you. From there, as you're doing it with, you know, annoyance of being stuck in traffic or something that someone says or relatively little things, you're going you're gonna to really get used to it and it's going to become easier and more natural and it will for sure naturally extend out to be part of what's showing up closer in proximity. Again, not causal, but closer in proximity to your binge eating or your overeating. It'll extend to that, but but don't start there because your mind has already decided that that's special and it's hard and it's different and this isn't really going to work. <laughs> you, you know, your mind's already decided, I don't know how to do that there. So, so don't, that's fine. Don't worry about it there. Do it everywhere else. Okay, so I think after that last sentence, I'm going to read it again in Andrea's email. She says, um, I don't know how to get curious with an urge to binge or overeat. I feel like I'm either fighting the urge or giving in and there is no other option. I, I reached out to her and asked for some more information about that. I don't remember what I asked, but she gave a little bit more about just what it, maybe I asked like, what what is it like when she tries to be curious or something? I don't know. But here's what she said. She said, I can see the curiosity with some emotions like anger, sadness, happiness, anxiety. Like in the article you posted today by Coach Susie and how she speaks about her mother's passing, I can see how one can step back and be curious about those feelings and not take any action, not feel pressured to do anything to change it. But of course, it feels different with this. Ha. <laughs> of course it does. And I like your ha, Andrea. It's, you know, you, you see that. You see through this. So that's perfect. She says, I can even get curious about my urge for a cigarette when I haven't smoked in years, but I get the craving for one. I feel the urge and I think, huh, that's weird. I really would love to have a cigarette right now. I wonder why that is. Feels like I could pick it up right now like I never stopped, but that's silly. I'm not going to do that. And I look at that thought as an almost innocent little thought floating around. It's not an evil thought that's pushing me toward it with any real malice. It just pops up and I don't take it very seriously and then it goes. Same with thoughts about drinking. But with eating, it feels different. It feels uncontrollable. I know logically that I actually have complete control over the food my hands pick up and put in my mouth, but it doesn't seem that way. Okay, perfect. So all of it, you know, as you know, as you're considering at least, as your ha kind of suggests that you know, but I know you're at least considering it. All of it's the same. It's all this little thought feeling bundle. Now, of course, not all thought feeling feels the same. So some little thought feeling bundles feel like a little conversation about smoking and then you saying, that's crazy, I'm not going to do that. And then it just goes away. That's how it is sometimes. Some of it feels like, you know, oh, how much uh, cash do I have in my wallet? What day of the week is it? Very boring, very neutral, very transactional. Great. Some of it feels like what you experience around an urge to binge eat. 
still a thought feeling bundle. It's absolutely no different. It isn't anything new showing up. It's all it's all life. It's all just different fluctuations of life. It's just that that maybe feels a little closer and there's a little bit less like ability to see it or watch it. It's just, I don't know. It just feels a little bit different. But it isn't different. You know, it just feels different. So with that in mind, with that reminder in mind, because I know that you know that, again, look toward seeing the sameness of all of this. Not feeling it, not like having an experience of it being the same, because it's not going to feel the same until it, or unless it does. But look toward kind of knowing, oh, it's all energy, if we want to call it that word. It's all just life. It's all just energy, life stuff. And some of it shows up slow and kind of innocent looking. And some of it shows up fast and like it has some malice behind it. And some of it kind of is easy to sort of see from a distance and wave at and then it goes away. And some of it feels like it just knocks you over and you don't even know what hits you until you wake up from it. And that's totally how life is for every human ever. That's just how it goes. So keep holding very, very loosely all these separations that your mind's creating, all the categories, all the this and that and theirs and mine and over here with smoking and cigarette and smoking and drinking and over there with eating. Like all of that is just your mind wanting to make sense of this. It wants to build this big model with a cause and effect so it can figure out, as you say, what you have control over. You say this feels uncontrollable, but you say you know logically that you do have some control. So that's your mind saying, hey, what the heck? Like we're going to just... We need to put this into buckets. We need to label it. We need to figure out why, how it's the same and how it's different and why it's the same and different so that we can build a really big map that's going to help us control. And what I want to suggest to you, Andrea, is that that is going to move you further away. Like that's going to hurt. It's just going to create more separation it has created more, not not real separation, but the experience of more separation, more stuckness, more how, why am I different and what's wrong here? That's what all of that kind of builds up. And so, like I was saying earlier, we really want to kind of move this in the complete opposite direction, which I know can feel very counterintuitive. Like, no, this is a problem I want gone. Well, I would love for you to not binge eat too maybe not as much as you want it, but I want that for you. Of course, of course, right? Like, so we have similar goals here. I'm just saying, take a look at all, like how it's gone so far and that obviously hasn't been that helpful. So what if, as counterintuitive as it seems, it's a complete other direction. And it's a direction that says, hey, everything is the same. It's all, it's all me, and none of it's me in a weird way. I am one with everything. It's all energy, including who I think I am. And and I don't know where I start and an urge begins. I don't know where I start, or sorry, where I end and an urge starts or where I end and an anger begins or like, I don't know where any of those boundaries are. I, I don't know that they are. there are boundaries, that there, these are real separate things. I just know there's like, experience happening here. There's feeling happening here. And 
I've been feeling my whole life. We all have. We are feeling. Like not we are feeling like that's what you're doing right now. We are feeling. We equal feeling. <laughs> like what else is there? There's just energy and that's just being felt. It's not even being felt. It's so not separate. It's so all one. It couldn't possibly even be safe or unsafe or really pleasant or unpleasant. Those are labels the mind gives to it, but it just is life. It just is what is. So as you back off on the categorization or just see it for what it is, your mind's not going to back off and that's totally fine. You just see, okay, that's happening, but I'm leaning in. I'm just going just gonna to step through this with some curiosity. Again, where it's easy to start with, if you want to do that, I highly recommend that. Just keep feeling and leaning in and saying yes and, and not worrying about control and not worrying about a map and not worrying about what's the same and different and just letting life show you. Let's assume, Andrea, that life is here to, to, for your freedom. Everything that's shown up right now and forever is here. I'm just, I'm not saying this is the truth or how life works or anything, but let's just let's play this game and assume that everything that's shown up is here for your freedom. If it's here for your freedom, for our freedom, do we really want to keep slamming the door in its face and trying to fix it and control it? Or can we, can we open the door and say, hey, show me, what do you have for me? You're here for my freedom. Let me feel you. Let me sit in this and just see what's in it as I sit in it without, have, without it having to make sense. It's not that we sit in feeling, we lean into feeling, and then suddenly our mind says, oh, now I see why this has been happening for all these years. This is the lesson you're supposed to learn. It's not going to work that way. It's not, this is not going to satisfy your mind, but you don't really care. I, don't, I mean, our mind cares. We don't really care if our mind is satisfied. We just want freedom, right? We just want to be ourselves and not feel, not feel stuck and beholden to some behaviors that don't make sense. So don't worry about it making sense, and it won't. It won't. All of this feeling stuff, I think that's the toughest thing for people. And it's just a really common question, which makes sense, is that like, okay, so I'm going to lean into what I'm feeling, then what? Then what happens? Then I have an insight? Then I understand it? No, none of that. (laughs) I don't know what. There is no then what. Just feel. (laughs) Like life is handing you something on a silver platter. Just take it. Don't worry about then what. It's only a mind that cares about then what and wants to, you know, see the point in all this and and thinks the only way that anything could possibly work is if we walk away with some intellectual understanding or some insight. No, it's not like that. We are energy. Energy just wants to move. It's not really about thoughts and insights all the time. So anyway, you aren't saying all that, Andrea. I'm just sharing that that's often just kind of what's part of this. So be super, super, super dumb and be super welcoming. In this case, this, as you said, this, the feelings around eating, you know, they, they don't feel distant like the feelings around smoking. Feelings around smoking, you can notice the narrative happening. They, it's not, 
it's not so big. And it's kind of like the narrative's just talking like I'm talking to you, right? But like, hey, have a cigarette. And it's very easy to just see that and talk back to it and say, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. No problem whatsoever there. But with this, with the binge eating, it feels different only because, again, there's just a different fluctuation of energy. There's probably some some habitual resistance built in. There's all of that. But if you can just feel into even like the corner of it, just like a second of it. So just in general, I want to give you a couple little pointers. Um, take the behavior out of it. What I'm saying about leaning in, just like it's not about understanding something or coming away with an insight, it's also, and this is very paradoxical, I know, so it's kind of hard for us to hear sometimes. It's also not about stopping binge eating. It's about feeling. Like we we kind of have to feel this out ourselves too and get to a place where we're just feeling because we want to know what's real, because we want to stop fighting. Not because it should it should then mean we we aren't hungry anymore. It's not going to work that way. It's the same, same, just like we say, oh, I'll lean in and then I expect to have some insight from that. If that's exactly what happens when we say, oh, I'll lean in. And then after I lean into this urge, I'm not going to eat anything for the rest of the day or suddenly my urge is going to be zapped or no, I don't think it usually works that way at all. It certainly doesn't for me and I don't think it does for most people. But again, that's just our mind wanting to co-opt this whole thing, just wants to hijack the whole process and and say, okay, we'll welcome life, but only on our terms. Well, that's not going to work. We welcome life on life's terms. So see if you can take the food part out of it as you're leaning in. And and when when it's around food, like let's say you're having this big urge and it's very clear, okay, I have an urge to go overeat in this moment. If you can sit there for five seconds and just be curious and say, you can be here to what's showing up and then you go eat, fine. Like I would consider that a massive success. If you do it for 10 seconds or 20 seconds, that's what I want you to do. That right there. And whether you eat or not at the end of that or whatever, fine. Doesn't matter. And I hope you can see in the really big picture that as you're saying yes and meeting life on life's terms, it does not make sense to have a binge eating habit. That does nothing for you when you're saying yes. The binge eating habit only releases or any habit only releases tension when there's tension to be released, right? And the tension to be released is in us saying, no, 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 you shouldn't be here. I don't want to do this. Go away. This is wrong. So when there's no tension, there's no need for a habit. And habits, I mean, of course, things are still very habitual in the body-mind for sure. But habits like binge eating and things that, you know, take a lot of our time and effort and energy and resources, they just don't happen when there's not a payoff. And there's still a payoff for this for you, which is why it's happening. So the payoff is the release of tension. So when there's no tension and there's less resistance because we're just sitting and open to anything that's arising, this will fall away. But again, best you can, I want you to kind of take that piece of it off the table and just lean in for, you know, seeing what life, like meeting life on life's terms sake rather than trying to kind of do life the way your mind says it should go. And then just this last little bit, which may or may not be a big thing for you, I'm not sure, Um, but I just want to mention it about um, 
you say it feels uncontrollable. I know logically I have complete control over the food my hands pick up and put in my mouth, but it doesn't seem that way. Sometimes feeling like we have control or we should have control, that keeps us fighting for control. If you believe you have control over everything you put in your mouth, well, then the fact that you feel completely out of control is a big problem, right? And it and it's going to lead you to say, hey, I know control's here somewhere. I got to find it. I have to work for it. I would actually say you don't have control. I don't think you have control over what food you put in your mouth any more than you have control over what thoughts show up or how they feel. Because that's what leads to, not really leads to, because I said there's no cause and effect, but it's all it's all kind of one, you know? It's like when the thoughts and the feelings show up the way they do, the food is eaten. We know that. You that's That seems clear, right? When thoughts and feelings around food show up like they do for you now around cigarettes, then food is not eaten. Just like you saw with cigarettes, right? The thoughts and feelings when you used to smoke, I'm sure felt really different. And now they feel like they're off in the distance talking to you and you can say, no, thank you. I don't smoke anymore. But I'm guess guessing at some point you didn't feel that able to say that because you smoked. So hold this control thing very, very loosely too. I don't know that it's a major piece of this, so I won't talk about it a ton. Um, But I don't think we do have control. And if you kind of consider that maybe you don't, then maybe that's just another thing that gets to be taken off your plate. You just get to lean in to what's showing up, lean into the thoughts and feelings that are there and let that kind of be the focus. Um, that really, <clears throat> that feels like the most direct path. And look, it, that that doesn't mean that change doesn't happen. <laughs> like change is constantly happening. So it's not so much about control, but it is that new things are being seen and learned and felt all the time, you know? So, so maybe that's kind of happening here. Maybe you joining the school and then sending this question and, and, and having the, the questions you had when you watched the Ask Amy's and wondering about all of this. You're not in control of any of that, but it is a path and perhaps that's kind of unfolding for you and moving you toward seeing more and, and, and feeling more and having more and more open up for you. Again, maybe it just sounds like words, but I think that way of seeing things like, okay, this this ball is already rolling. It's in motion. You're more of just kind of following your natural curiosity, saying yes to what shows up along the way. Like that's how you're being led through freedom, closer to freedom. Again, what if everything that's showing up is here for your freedom? That's a process that's underway that you can't control, don't need to control. Um, And I think that makes things a lot easier. There's really nothing here, no thoughts, no feelings that have a hold on you, Andrea. There's nothing that's controlling you or bigger than you or separate from you at all. There's just feeling separate. And when we feel separate, we do try to control and we want to overpower and we like some things and we dislike other things. So that's what I want you to soften. Lean into all of it, all of it. Welcome all of it because it's here for your freedom. It is you. It is your freedom. The separation and categories and this and that, um, let those be super, super fluid and 
and don't take them too seriously. And I know as you just start leaning in more and more in little places without it being about an outcome to not eat, I know this is going to just, things are just going to keep shifting for you in really positive ways. So thank you so much for sending this question. I think it's great. And there's a lot in here that we got to speak to. I hope it's helpful. The Little School of Big Change self-study course is an online program designed to help you overcome anxiety and unwanted habits without needing to rely on willpower. It's a course that you can complete completely on your own, at your own pace, in your own time. As my flagship course, the self-study course contains the most complete, thorough teachings of everything I share on Changeable. Go to dramyjohnson.com slash lsbcselfstudy to see more.